Welcome to day four of our Mumboss Reset. Today we're going to be talking about the barriers to behaviour change. Now, everyone, everyone can lose weight, can get fitter, can get healthier and create better habits. If you've joined one of my programmes, you've probably lost weight before. This isn't a capability issue. If you've come to this reset as a bit of an introduction to what I do, you've probably lost weight before. This isn't a capability issue. This isn't a I can't do this issue. Actually, the issue with sustaining fat loss long term is about behaviour change and the same with getting fitter, getting healthier and creating better habits if weight loss isn't your goal. It's about behaviour change and that's exactly why your previous attempts haven't worked before. Let's, let's talk about diets, right? The diets you haven't worked before, you have done long term, oh my goodness, the diets that you've tried before haven't worked long term and you've put the weight back on, but that's not because of something that is wrong with you, okay? It's because you haven't actually changed your behaviour and beliefs and thoughts around diet and exercise. So when you finish that diet, when you've put that end date on that diet, maybe you went on a diet to lose weight for holiday and then you actually get to holiday and, you know, rightly so, you enjoy that holiday, but you come back from the holiday, you return to your old behaviours and ways of eating and moving so you put the weight back on. Now, this isn't your fault, I've said that already, but let me tell you why. The previous diets that you've tried haven't set you up for success. Why? Because they want you to keep coming back time and time again. Let's think about it this way. If you've used, for example, a meal replacement plan like Slim Fast or something like Cambridge or Herbal Life, whatever it is, the consultant probably hasn't taught you anything about how to approach nutrition once you reach your goal. Now, in the case of Slim Fast, you can get that from the supermarket. In the case of some of the other ones where you get the products from a consultant, I would hope that they have done a bit of education, but I have lots of examples of ladies I've worked with when they get no education, okay? Because they want to keep you coming back. So when you reach your goal, you've got two choices. You stay using the replacements for the rest of your life to make sure that you can maintain the loss, or you go back to the diet when you've put the weight back on because you don't know how to approach food any other way. So you haven't changed your behaviour. Let's consider something even more, you know, commercial. So let's consider something like Weight Watchers or Slimming World. So you count points or you count count sins but really you don't learn very much about food other than their made up methods. Now their made up methods loosely work on a calorie deficit but it's really important to say that 
it doesn't work like that for everyone. Those systems don't really teach you how to make up your meals and they're particularly unhelpful if you're quite an active person. So the barrier here is that you haven't actually created new sustainable habits and worked to implement them. But we tackled some of that yesterday and you've committed to some of the habits that you want to create and some of the habits that you want to let go of. But we need to look a little bit deeper into the barriers that you might face in this journey. And these apply to you whether you are a new client of mine, you're an existing client just come for a bit of a reset or you're just listening to this as a free resource. So I'm going to talk you through four of the biggest barriers to your success on this journey and how I would suggest that you approach them. So the first one is lack of motivation. Now we can't always be motivated. Motivation is not a limitless resource. And I always say if I could bottle motivation and sell it, I would be a millionaire. Now you won't always feel motivated to do the things that you need to do to get the results that you want to get. And that's just a fact. You know, professional sports people aren't always motivated. Models aren't always motivated and they make a living off of the way that they look. So here's your secret weapon in motivation. Take action. That's it. Taking action will always lead to motivation. Here's an example. There are times when I don't want to go to the gym, but I always promise myself 10 minutes. And if I still want to be there, don't want to be there after 10 minutes, I will go home. Let me tell you something, I've never gone home after 10 minutes. When you don't feel motivated, that's the time to take action, even just a small action, because that action repeated is what will bring results. And okay, those results might not be physically visible initially, but they will change the way you feel. So 10 minutes in the gym will make me feel infinitely better than no minutes in the gym. And those 10 minutes will probably mean I'll stay for at least another 20. And then those actions repeated consistently will bring the results, both visible and how you feel, and those results will motivate you to take even more action. So that's the first one. Second one is lack of support. So if you're one of my clients already, you know that support is all around you, not just from me, but others in the community, which is great if you use it. But remember, I'm not a mind reader. Another thing that would make me a millionaire, wouldn't it? So if you need support, reach out to me and others in the group. If you haven't signed up to one of my programs and you feel like lack of support is something that holds you back, then I'd consider that you sign up. Remember that humans are social beings. So even the most introverted of people can't be alone all of the time, 100% of the time. So finding ways of getting support and being part of a community is super important when you're trying to achieve big goals. Okay, number three is fear of failure. Now, many of us don't start something because we failed before. 
I talk to so many women who say they've never been able to say sustain weight loss before so they don't see why they should bother again and I'd say that for all of them they've either never worked with me or they didn't work with me for long enough and here's what I have to say about fearing failure if you don't try you failed anyway and that's a little bit of tough love but there are some practical tips I want to give you as well. So adopt a growth mindset here when it comes to failure, which means see failure as an opportunity to learn and improve. Now, one of my clients recently joined a gym. She's been working with me for about 18 months and she was really worried about going, about feeling really unfit and struggling. So I asked her to tell me after her first class what she'd learned. And she said... I've learned that I'm not as unfit as I thought I was, but I will ache tomorrow. So everything we do, we can learn from. If that client had cancelled the gym class before she even went because she was scared of showing up, she wouldn't have taken away a positive. In fact, she would have just reinforced that negative thought of being a failure. We all fail sometimes, but in failure are huge opportunities for growth. So my encouragement to you here is adopt that growth mindset, take the first step, and if it goes wrong, if it doesn't work first time, think about how you could change it to make it better. Okay, and then our last one here is about emotions. So our emotions and beliefs run our behaviour. So stress, anxiety, fear, excitement and all the others will lead us to act in a certain way. If you're stressed, for example, because of work, this might lead you to believe that you need to overeat to make yourself feel better. In the broad light of day, you know that's not a long-term solution that's going to fix the problem. In fact, it's not going to fix the problem at all. But in the moment, that instant gratification the food gives you is a temporary fix. So here's a trick to overcoming, allowing your emotions to get the better of you time and time again. And it's this, respond, don't react. If you heard my stomach rumbling there, I'm very sorry. It's lunchtime. Respond, don't react. What this means is take a pause. So let's use a couple of analogies. I love an analogy. So someone cuts you up at junction and it makes you really angry. So you put your foot down and you chase after them, swearing and shouting and beeping your horn. You're probably driving dangerously in the process and potentially that could cause an accident certainly you're going to be making yourself even more angry and stressed. The reaction is unlikely to make you feel any better, but more importantly, it doesn't change what the person did. You can't change what the person did. Instead, you could pause and respond by just allowing it to happen. You might even wish them in your head a pleasant day and a safe journey because they're clearly in more of a hurry than you are and you hope that everything is okay in their life and that there isn't an emergency. Now that might sound a bit woo for you, but what is actually going to impact your day most positively? 
Let's take this into the context of weight loss, health and fitness. So you're in a fat loss phase and you've been working really hard, but the kids stress you out and you have a bit of a chocolate binge session and you slam down a big share bar of Galaxy in one sitting and you follow that up with some hobnobs. That's the reaction to the kids stressing you out. Is that going to change the kids' behaviours? No. You could further add to this by rea reaction by standing on the scales the next day and seeing that they've gone up by two pounds. And your reaction is to think, well, I've effed up now, so I may as well carry on. And you continue to eat everything chocolatey in sight. That reaction is not going to change what you already did the day before. It's actually going to perpetuate what you did because you are then reacting to the situation by continuing the, the behaviour that doesn't serve, serve you. So both of these reactions are unhelpful and you could have present, prevented them by pausing and responding rather than reacting. Now, what this might have looked like is asking the kids, if they're old enough, to give you a five minute breather, take yourself off to another room and calm down. You might have then decided that a couple of squares of, of galaxy chocolate was enough instead of the whole bar. It might have looked like considering that the two pound scale weight, considering it much more objectively, it could have been come from a number of reasons. So remember, there are lots of reasons that the scales go up and down and that's natural. And that some chocolate, some biscuits are not going to cause two pounds worth of fat gain overnight because fat isn't gained that quickly. So here you're pausing and responding instead of reacting. So remember to fill in today's worksheet and identify which one or two of these tips is going to be most useful to you in what situations and where you're going to use the most. And I will see you for tomorrow, which is our final day. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it and tag me on Instagram at The Mum Boss Method. And don't forget to subscribe, rate and review the podcast. Have an awesome week.